everyone. Hi. This is our Hi. fourth podcast. Yes, it is. Which and is crazy. I mean, my goodness. So many things have happened. So many things. We are recording this, what, a week after our first podcast went live. And it's been nuts. It is. It's and been fun, though. It is fun. I think it's weird. It's very weird it's to have weird. people listen to you. It is. But I'm learning a lot of things. Yes. About so many things. So many things. Also, mm-hmm. recording is yes. real hard. It it's is. real hard. It is. But at least, hey, we have a cocktail. We to have help the cocktail us. to help us. So today, we will be learning about a very essential, essential New Orleans woman. Kind of a badass. Kind of a badass. I actually named the write-up Voodoo Priestess of New Orleans and Powerful Businesswoman Who Kicked Ass. It's a very long title, but I love that. Thank you. (laughs) I love everything about it. It's original. It's mine. Thanks. I love it. It's so weird. We're talking about Marie Laveau today. And in celebrating her, we are drinking the Marie Laveau cocktail. Which will be on our website. So you can also drink the Marie Laveau cocktail while you listen to this podcast. So So cheers. Cheers. Here we go. Let's taste it. So we're giving it a taste. Ooh. It is quite. Ooh. Mm. I like that. It's refreshing. Yes. So it has. I like the strawberry touch and it's very romantic. Actually, we're getting very romantic right now. I know. It's so cozy. It is Prosecco. Love Prosecco. And a raspberry liqueur. Love that. Fresh strawberries. I'm assuming. Yes. And definitely love that. Yes. So it's very light and spring-like and romantic. It's fun. It is very romantic. It is dark outside. It is. So we're getting we're getting romantic, Ashley. Should we hold hands? Yes. We have a candle lit. So you know (laughs) we're we are very romantic right now. We're channeling. You know we're channeling our inner voodoo priestess. Right. Because Marie Laveau had a hand in romance. She did. Combining people, also power struggles, and giving people advice, and all that. Doing all the things. So, do we have any news we want to talk about before I get on in? Or um, we, you will know already. We said this um, in our third episode, but we are on Apple Podcasts now. You can follow us on Apple Podcasts, Big Easy Spirits, um, and that's always good because if you have an iPhone. Yes. Or an iTunes account, it's really easy, and it like sends you an alert when a new episode's up, which so I easy. love because I, I kind of forget about that. Me too. Um, except for like the one that I really listen to, which is, and that's why we drink. I know when that comes out. It comes it's out on one. Sunday. Yes. So that's on Sunday. We're on Monday. Right. It's like a happy little combination. It's a great way to start your week. It's been great for me to yeah. start my week that way. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so we're on Apple podcast and you can go and subscribe and have updates from us um give us a little five star review if you feel like it hope you do yeah and listen to our first podcast and our second podcast and our third if you haven't listened to them already all the podcasts all of them will be on our website bigeasyspiritspodcast.com they're all there for you. Make it real easy. We have made it very easy to listen to this. So if you haven't listened to it. No excuses. Well, if you're listening to this right wow. now, obviously, Thank you, you listen. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. <laughs> and please listen some more. Yeah. And please tell other people to listen. <laughs> Spread the word. But that's, I mean, that's really about it. Okay. I wrote a lot of things this week. Yes. This week was a lot about writing. 
Um, mm-hmm. Excuse me, taking a sip of my drink. Oh, goodness. It's so um, good. It's so good. It's refreshing. But this week was a lot about writing. Mm-hmm. Um, anyone that knows anything about the magazine world knows that we're in deadline right now. We are, and we're also building up to carnival. So Ugh. we're all trying to... I'm tired already. Get it all done before the madness sets I'm, in. I'm exhausted so. already. I don't even... I don't even... And I don't even do anything. You at least, like, march and do stuff. And yeah. Are a part of it. I don't, even, I don't yeah. even do anything. So we're building costumes, right? And also at work, I get to all. listen to all of the costuming that is being made. Correct. So far, we have a bird mask. We have a Barbie that's going to be on fire. Yes. We have chainmail. A fire cape. <laughs> a fire. It's cape. all happening. Things are happening. So. We haven't had any king cake yet delivered to our office or delivered no, to us I am, and that's surprising I to me. I am appalled. I'm a little appalled. Lack of king cake this year. So I just don't understand why people don't don't want us to eat king cake. What's wrong? What do we do? That's paid for by other people and we don't have to pay for it. Do we do something wrong? Which is the best kind of king cake. Yeah, totally. It's free king cake. Absolutely. <laughs> so I don't know. But don't if know. anyone wants to send us a king cake, we go love to try a new ahead. king cake. It's all good. Yes. I don't but, care what's in it, yeah. on it, around it. Well, now, I mean, what day will it be when we put this out? Um, hmm. Like almost February, right? Yeah, exactly. So, so we're, parades, are, parades were like... We're heading yeah, into the thick of it. We're getting yes. getting serious. Yes. Shit's getting real, people. It is getting real. I wonder... I always wonder how people outside of New Orleans think of us when carnival happens you mean when we don't respond to their emails for two weeks right or answer the phone when everything stops for two weeks and <laughs> no one is doing any sort of work because mardi gras is more than just mardi gras it's carnival season right carnival season i think people right. don't know the difference between that correct that carnival i mean carnival is the whole season right and mardi gras is one A single day. day right and Lundi Gras is my birthday. Excellent. So, yeah, so I will be at Spanish Plaza. Yeah. To Kelly. Send gifts. I will also be <laughs> at Spanish Plaza mm-hmm. for the meeting of the courts. Mm-hmm. My mom and I, that's a tradition Linda and I have. Right. We get really drunk. We buy a lot of things that we probably shouldn't. Right. And eat some food yeah. and watch courts meeting. Which is. And men in tights. I will be second lining through the quarter on that day, so you Love can come that. see me with your mom. Yeah, I'll be somewhere 100%. having a mini panic attack <laughs> in the middle of a group of people in the middle of the street because we're holding anti- on. we're antisocial, holding on for dear life. If Ashley and I are ever at a party, just friends. look into a corner. There we are. Where, where, whatever dark corner yes. is somewhere. Usually by the kitchen door. By the kitchen or by where, the bar. Yes. And if it's a the best. Oh, there's we fireworks. Have some fireworks outside. I don't know what's happening. Someone's <laughs> really excited good. outside. It's New Orleans, um, guys. So you know, you know, things happen. I'm just glad it wasn't gunshots. <laughs> you know, for being honest, it's fine. You know, it's a celebration always. Always, yeah, um, it's a celebration of life. But yeah, so that's about it. Yeah, it's about as far as, as what's happening. Carnival's okay. kind of making everything stop. Yeah, it's coming up. Yes, the other day we had a. Was it yesterday or the other day we had a contest between our office mates about who got an email last when oh, <laughs> we uh, did. mine stopped at 11 30 a.m mine stopped at 12 30 yes yesterday it was a friday and so 
Yeah. Usually things shut down at noon. 100%. On Friday in New Orleans, especially during carnival season. So And now it's... January, February. Hopefully by the time this airs, mm-hmm. LSU will be national champions. Oh, correct. But... that is coming up. It has not happened yet as we are recording this. Correct. So... It is the week... Maybe that's what the fireworks are for. Oh, maybe. No, I think that's just some kid out there. <laughs> you know i was pri- trying to put something to it but no, apparently but it's not no. as exciting it's fine well yeah so that's okay. all that's all i got all right well a little, a little boring here wanna, i'm ready to hear about a voodoo priestess you want to learn about maria though i'm ready for it okay so she I'm here for it yeah she's probably the best known woman 100%. coming yeah. out of new orleans 100 yeah. internationally um everyone ever i think everyone knows her when, when you, you think about New Orleans, you yeah, she's part of that whole right. story. Yeah. And so what I learned is that there's just, you know, there's a lot of myth. There's a lot of right. um, conjecture. There's a lot of uh, rumors, you know, and then there's the truth. And the truth is she kicked ass. Basically. Yeah. Um, but not in the way that a lot of people think. Hmm. So that's what so we look at. So it's not into. in uh, – Angela Bassett's version on Coven. Coven. Correct. <laughs> Which was badass. Which was also badass, just not the same type of badass. It was fiction. Sorry. Womp womp. Fiction. <laughs> That's not what happened. Right. So, but all, we love Angela Bassett. Love her. And we love. She's a queen. Oh my God. She's. She's so good. Beautiful. Amazing. How old is she? Is she, is she like 90, know. but she looks 35? She's, she doesn't age. So. She's ageless. Yes. So I just think she's awesome. Maybe she has a good plastic surgeon like Jane Fonda. Maybe she actually is Marie Laveau. Maybe she is Marie Laveau. Reincarnated. Ugh. I think that's it. And she has all the... Or she just has a really good plastic surgeon. I think she just knows how to take care of herself. Maybe. So, but anyway, um, the real Marie Laveau... Okay. Okay. So she was born free... Interesting. A free person of color. Okay. In the French Quarter on September 10th, 1801. That's what most people really agree. And she was a free, she was born free. She was born of color. A person of color. She was free. Some think that her birth was earlier and dated to 1794, a few years earlier, but most agree that it was around 1801. Yeah, like around 1800s. Yeah. Got it. So her father was Charles Laveau Trudeau, who was a politician. Like Justin Trudeau? Kind of. Yes. <laughs> Love him. So Swoon. He, mm-hmm. So uh, he was a white Frenchman. Okay. And um, Marguerite Henry, who was also a free woman of color. Go ahead. Yeah. So she was um, African descent, Native American, and French, this lady. She, I'm sure, was beautiful. Yes. So, um, she and Charles, right, Marie's father, right, according to the law, who was white, who was, who was whiter, white, than, whiter than white, it sounds like, were not allowed to marry, of course, because of the rules of the day. Rude. But they had many children together, and one of which was Marie Laveau. Okay. So, um, he never denied her as a his child. As his, yeah, like as his so family. Because of that, she grew up not in like the best of means, but. Her mother better had, than usual. Correct. Yeah, for and, that time. Exactly. Right. Uh-huh. Her mother owned her own home. Right. They lived in that because this was around the same time as 
Madame LaLaurie, and she was right. obviously not great to Rape her slaves. Havoc, so, yes. Her servants. Correct. So Yes. So this yeah, so kind it wasn't of, great at that time. <clears throat> what that kind of shows also is the wide variety of people that were living in New Orleans at that time. So, well, I love that. I think that's yeah. very so, on trend for us as a city anyway. At that time, we had uh, people that were French. We had people that were Spanish. We had people. Shout out, surprisingly. There you go. I know. I have a little bit of You're Spanish. You're not all that mixed. I know. I know. We, which you talked about before, what Creole yes, means. Yes. So right. Europeans who were born in New Orleans. In New Orleans, yeah. yes. So there were the Creoles. There were free people of color. There Love were that. slaves. Love there this. Were, so it was everything. It was kind of a real melting pot, true American, but with a European twist. That, you know what I mean? Warms my heart. Yes. I love everything about it. So it wasn't Yankee Doodle Dandy like in Boston or New York. Like they had a lot of stuff going on. (laughs) Thank Christ though. You know. Yeah, exactly. How vanilla is that? That's all of my ancestors. Right. I took Ancestry.com. I'm 100% white. I'm so white. There's a specific place in Norway that I am from. Right. I'm so white. Well. (laughs) I am Yankee Doodle Dandy. Oscar's so white. So am I. So like, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. it's like, didn't even leave no, England. Yeah, no. It's, that's where yeah, we nothing. all were. It's fine. Got it. You know, you know, not a lot of mystery there. I have zero mystery. Yeah. So anyway, Marie Laveau had mystery. Lover. So, so she, because she, her, her father mm-hmm. recognized her as his child, mm-hmm. she received an education. So she was uh, well nice. read and like her mother knew a lot about um, not only culture and learning, but also herbs and how to heal okay. things. Yeah. So she learned a lot Medicinal, of that from her mother. Like a lot of, right. Exactly. So she learned a lot of that from her mother because if you think about it, people of color probably didn't have the resources to call a doctor whenever they needed they kind of took care totally. of themselves yeah um not only their own family but people in their community so that was the tradition they grew up in was taking care of themselves mm-hmm. and helping each other out and so that's the kind of the family she grew up in right also grew up devoutly catholic hmm. okay. and that is something her whole entire life even when practicing as the supreme queen of voodoo never turned her back on I'm going to be the supreme queen of something. And we'll get into that. I would like to have that title. I don't know what would follow it. What would follow those words. Hmm. Um, I don't know what mine would be either. Wine drinking? Hmm. Cocktail drinking. Maybe. I don't know. The Hot Mess Express. Sure. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So um, when she was little, she grew up on her father's plantation and it was said that she studied to be a hairdresser there. Now, okay, right. I knew she, right. I knew she was a hairdresser. Right. Now, some reports that. Wait, hold, yes. pause. So her father had a plantation. Yes. But like, she, like, they just, I think she kind of just lived there. Right. Like, her mother had a house on St. Anne Street in the French Quarter. Okay. But I think I get the impression that, like, my niece is texting me. She could also, like, spend time at her father's grand house. I just think, too, how weird it must be if you are a person of color 
and your father is a white plantation owner in the South in the 1800s. Right. Like, what was that like? Early 1800s. Right. And well, how would you go, like, when you go to your father's plantation? Well, here's And here's the thing with right. that. We'll get back to the hairdresser thing, but she was described as tall, beautiful, statuesque, with curly black hair, golden skin, and quote-unquote good features. Now, gross. You know that, that means white right. features. Exactly. That means vomit. Exactly. So there were tiers of society, and in her society, she was above the slaves let's say it slaves yeah her father's plantation so that oh god that now, has been so weird that's not to say that she didn't care for them right she 100%. would later help a lot of them on their journey to, to try freedom. to escape yeah and get gain freedom at the same time it is documented that she owned two slaves shut up yes Really? Yes. That's okay. I hope this story gets better because that makes me upset. Yes, but I think that I just you know, don't know how you're you looking be... at it through a lens. Yeah, like, I mean, yeah, I'm yeah. I guess in that there time, were tiers of society right. where she was separate from. Yeah, and it's very complicated. I can't even. I can't wrap my brain around. Of I course, I can't. Yeah, no. my brain. I have nothing. You know. I have nothing for that because I feel like. Being a woman of color, part right. color, whatever. Right, biracial. How would you, how, how could you own? Right. Ugh, there's so many questions. Right. So, so many questions. Yeah. So, you know, things were complicated. Right. I mean, it's sad, but yeah. To I say mean, the least. It, I couldn't live you back know. then. And I think that, you and know. That's exactly what I thought when she goes to the Stones in Outlander. I'm like, how, no. How could you? Right. Absolutely not. Exactly. I nope. don't. Nope, that, nope, nope. I know what you mean. It's the best show ever. Yes. So, so but um, I also think that as a completely wild conjecture from we've already established one of the whitest people that there is, <laughs> me, <laughs> maybe it's a way of survival. Probably. Do you know? I just feel like, like in order to survive, do you have to like buy people? Like I don't. Yeah. I'm you judging know, a little bit, but I'm judging. I'm. I feel like right. I'm prejudging. Let's. Well, and also yeah. like in every because so the sources I used were not just Wikipedia but Encyclopedia Britannica, right? And um, the Times Picayune from that day, love it, as well as the New York Times. Wait, so the Times Picayune the was around then? Yes, but it was so maybe, like the Picayune. They called it whatever, uh, like the B. Right. Okay. So the same one that you were talking mm-hmm. about with, uh, La- Madame with Madame Malory. Malory. Yeah. Um, so all of these sources hinted that she owned slave. Encyclopedia Britannica flat out says she owned two slaves. Yeah. Now, that's the only source that said that, but... I Yeah, I mean, it's probably... And yeah. I don't know what... It what's... has to have been documented, though. And right. especially if she was... You know, I don't know if we can really fault anyone for trying to, like not be taken as someone else's property during that time. And I don't know, did she own slaves in order to free them? Free them? Yeah, maybe. I don't don't know. I know. We can't judge. So um, going back to she studied hairdressing. Mm -hmm. This is another thing that a lot of people have conjectured that she was a hairdresser. Mm -hmm. But a couple of sources call that a rumor 
in that it was a polite way for her to say that she was going to visit white society. Mm. I'm here to be the hairdresser. Right. When in fact, she wasn't doing she anybody's was there. hair. It was, right. It was for people to. She it was would be just okay there to like. People. Correct. Got it. Oh. She ain't doing nobody's hair. Right. She was there to say, girl, here's a pack of herbs. <laughs> Sprinkle these on your man's front porch. I'm and coming to deliver you know, things to you. You know. Right. Light this candle and turn around three times or whatever. That was the way for her to get in the door. Mm. You know. Okay. So, so, like, it was a front. Like, she wasn't correct. actually doing anyone's hair. Right. But it okay. was commonly known that while she was there, she would give medic- packets of medicinal herbs slash charms to the staff mm. in exchange for information. Obviously. So, you get what you can, she bitch. <laughs> built a network of for lack of a better word, spies, spies. Yeah. Who would give her all the information so when she would go visit people to quote unquote dress their hair, she would already know, I sense that you're struggling with this situation, money. Yes. Love, property, whatever. She already knew the inside information. Love it. Not only through giving charms and protection, but also sometimes coercion like she was yeah. like you better give me this information or else i will fuck your shit up correct <laughs> so interesting and i think yeah because she... i feel like the story is she did hair and that's how she found out the right. secrets no. so that's interesting to learn but it was because her mom knew all the medicinal herbs and all of that kind of stuff and yes. then she had the charms and all of that she would give that to the like staff, a bro- like a yeah, like a, a household an exchange of yes. information right. for your drugs. Yes, exactly. Not so, really. Yeah. So Got that's it. sort of like the setup, but let's get into a little and we won't go like we don't want to bore people, but um <laughs> so she married her first husband, Jacques Paris. Sure. Paris. Got um it's literally spelled Paris. Yes. All right. Yes. He was a French immigrant of color who fled Haiti after the Haitian Revolution. Okay. So he came here, and in 1819, they got married. So she was born in 1801, so she, she was 17, 18. 1801. 18. Okay, right. Um, Adds so, up. Yeah. Makes sense. Yeah. So, Still young. <laughs> Still yeah. Still a so, no from me. But. Important to New Orleans um, they were married in St. Louis Cathedral. There you go. Uh, their wedding. It's hard as fuck to get in there now. Right. You, you gotta can't wait do for like this. two years. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, their wedding mass was performed by Père Antoine, okay. who is a very important figure in New Orleans as well in the Catholic Church right. and stuff. So um, that's kind of like cool. That like a big deal. Yeah. yeah. So. I didn't realize, I didn't, I never thought she was, like, this much into society. Right. And, you know, honestly, if you think about that, she is a person, once again, a person of color marrying a French immigrant of color in St. Louis Cathedral by the top priest in the city at that time. Now, New Orleans was not a big, huge metropolitan city. But it was busy, and yeah. that these are important. Those like that's a normal 
person of color or slave would never be married no in that church no so this goes to show you that she already had a certain stature from being born of those right her mother and her father that yeah that's way more interesting than yeah yeah so she already had a certain amount of pull and i think that like i bet she had something on that priest too Probably because she. I bet that bitch black male lepers. Now I don't know. Like she, she was still young at that at that time, and I think she was still trying to figure it out. But then in 1820, after only a year, her husband just disappears. What? She says that <laughs> what? he. Yeah, she says that he died. Mm-hmm. But most accounts shows that he just disappears. And there are, there's evidence that he deserted her, that he just left. So it's like, okay, so it's like 1820, New Orleans, he could have taken off and gone anywhere. We've seen that with, with Brick Top or whatever, you know, like, she's a Brick Top. (laughs) (laughs) I do that every time you talk about it. You can just, like in that world, you can just disappear. Yeah, Brick Top was never heard of. So, you know, I think... He, so Mr. Tavi so was... He came from Haiti to New Orleans, got married right away, and mm-hmm. then maybe was like, well, shit, I don't want to be married. I don't want to live in New Orleans. <laughs> first of all, first of all, rude. Exactly. Who wouldn't want to fucking live in New Orleans? Fuck you. To her. <laughs> I mean... Beautiful. Yeah, apparently gorgeous. she's beautiful and gorgeous. And who the fuck are you? Amazing. You dick. Exactly. So, bye. <laughs> so sad. I flipped real quick. I was like, I oh, mean, you own slaves? Hate you. Now I'm like, the fuck? You ditched her? She's beautiful, you asshole. <laughs> we don't know the slave owning particulars, and that's still a rumor. So, I okay. Don't know. So, I'm anyway. still on her team. Okay. I'm on her side. So, anyway. And fuck so that he, guy. He disappears. Fuck and that she's guy. like, okay. Thank you. Next. They had two daughters. They had two uh, daughters in a year? Wait. No, wait. Oh, she married another guy. Yeah. So, Sorry. Wait. I was talking. I was having an Ariana Grande moment, and I, uh, and I, I, I messed no, up the story. They had two daughters, uh, Felicity in 1817, so it looks like they had a daughter before they got married. Oh, shit. And Angel in 1820. So, she, like, had a baby, and he was like, peace? She had a baby. They got guy. married in 1819, which is probably why they got married. Probably. Well, that's why Marie, uh, Madame LaLaurie and right. um, Miss Dr. LaLaurie got married because exactly. she got knocked up. Exactly. Well, they probably didn't have to because she was almost 40 at that point. Truth. So, um, but, and then both, it says both disappear from the records in the 1820s. So I'm thinking both of those babies died because that was so. at the height yeah, that's of like a yellow the fever. Yellow fever stuff. And- so, and then he peaced out. He was like, bye. Well, he's a fucking dick. So what she did was, she's like, oh, he died. <laughs> and Oops. She, she calls herself the Widow Paris. I have heard that. Yes. Okay. Yeah, got so, it. Okay, I'm on and it. And I with think it. in calling herself the Widow Paris gives her a lot of gravitas. Mm-hmm. You know, she's like, I'm a widow. Sorry, I'm drinking. I can um, do what I want now. Definitely. You know. Yeah. I'm free from the constraints of being. Can rock the an, fuck out of a black un, dress. Right. I don't yeah. have to be an unmarried lady about town. Right. I'm a wit the widow Paris. I love that. So that's kind of badass. I love that for her. Yeah. Yeah. So about a year later, she enters into a domestic partnership 
Right. <laughs> Christophe Dominique Dominique de Glapion. I have no idea what you just said. I got Christoph and I thought of Frozen immediately and right. I just kind of deterred. I, I, I wandered off from well, there. Well, this was a white man of French descent. There you go. Okay. And because he was white, mm-hmm. they weren't married. They couldn't get married. So oh, her previous okay. husband, she was, it was she, they, they were married the same because right, they were right. both biracial. But this guy is... She couldn't manipulate somebody into doing that shit? She's so white. So, I mean, he's so white, so they can't get married. But they were together from 1820 until his death in 1855. Oh, shit. Yes. Well, all right. So they were... T- they, Go ahead, he, Marie. So he didn't care that they couldn't get married, and she didn't care either. That's beautiful. Why do they care? Love is love. And bet- while married, they had, it says reported, 15 children. Fuck that. Can you... Wrap your brain around no, that. No, I can't at all. I can't at all. I no. I don't even know Everything how that's in my possible. body. In my body hurts. It makes my body hurt. Now, some say that's it. Like gets weird with records because mm-hmm. they repeat names. So some report that so it's I like call children, that. children and grandchildren right. maybe lumped into one. I will call bullshit on that because I am um, an ancestry dot com black belt. Um, as you will, there isn't an official title for me yet. Um, but I've gotten back <laughs> to the 1500s. Right. And one, all of those fuckers had at least 14 children. Right. Fuck that. Two, that's too many people to take care of. How do you fit? And they all had shotgun houses. I could go on about this. I know. But I'm like, you had a shotgun house or like you have 14 kids in it? My, gr- no. What? I, No. I can't. We're so, currently sitting in a shotgun house, <laughs> and I feel like there's too many of us, and it's just me and, and it's you. It's just and me and you. Yeah. It's just it, it's too just many me and people. There's already this. too many people. Yeah. In here. I feel crowded. Like I couldn't we even to, like, imagine back. going down the hallway yeah. with you at the same time. You got to back up. I think I'd push you out of the way. <laughs> I don't. I, like, I cannot wrap my brain around. Anyway, I am an ancestry.com ninja, and I have multiple family members that have like 10, 12, 14, 16. Talk about a fuck no is a 16. It's a hard pass. It's a hard pass on that one. But 16 children, and yeah. they list all of them, even though half of them all have the name Louis whatever. Right. It's like Louis. Right. Louis Henri, Louis Pierre, right. Louis whatever. They all right. start with the same thing, which I'm like, get creative. Right. Like, let's think about this. So I feel like if it said that, well, she's got to have a shitload of children. I think she did have a shit. Okay, so it says that. They had 15 children, but they think that that includes children and grandchildren. So, like, she had a daughter named Marie. They also did that. And so, yeah. like, they would repeat the names, and then it Constantly. gets confusing who's who and what is going Constantly. on. And then, so, another source said they had seven children baptized. Hmm. So, that means seven children lived long enough to be baptized. Hmm. Okay. So who well, maybe knows? they did have fifteen children, and just maybe. fifteen children didn't all. None of them all. Some well, of them didn't flourish, or some number in between. Right. All plus a hard pass. plus that's, grandchildren. All of that's a hard. Still, pass. if it's seven, it's too many. No, way too many. We're getting into Duggar family. Yeah. No, my territory. grandma. My grandma would have yeah. had nine. Yeah. My grandma one hundred percent. She had six and one. Six right. is enough. Six is not even enough. Six is more than enough. Eight is enough. I don't, that's before your time. I know it's what it is, show. though. I under, I'm not 
I'm not an asshole. I get. I know what it means. <laughs> okay. You did. Okay. <laughs> All right. Anyway, okay. moving on. say that several of her children did die from yellow fever. Obviously, the first two with yellow fever was a fucking bitch. It was not anything to joke about at that time. So, um, it says that she. It talks about then later how, at this time. After her mar- not mm-hmm. marriage, her domestic partnership with this man. I love that. Yeah. How progressive. Yeah. That's How modern. When, I know, right? So modern. I know. This is when she really starts to ramp up her voodoo business. I like that. I think those air quotes were unintentional, <laughs> but your body did air quotes with them. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> and there's a reason why I used air quotes, because um, I think... That she liked to create an air of mystery. Obviously. In order to intimidate and, I mean, be a badass and, like, yeah. 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 So, yeah. So, um, she really took it up after her mother died. Mm. And she really struggled with her mother's death and decided that she wanted to explore this. Okay. So, she started... Studying under someone named Dr. John Montany. So what you're telling me is Dr. John is a time traveler. So listen. And went past. So Dr. John Montany, also known as Dr. John Bayou. Naturally. Obviously. He was a practicing Senegalese conjurer. Root worker, herbalist. I think I know what half of those words mean. All the things. He was from Senegal, and he did all these things, these voodoo West African traditions. Okay. He is the inspiration for the musician Dr. John. Uh, Yeah. Obviously. Yeah. Yeah. Or he was the same person. They are the same person. Reincarnated. Correct. Outlander has really ruined my whole idea of time <laughs> okay. travel. Right. Okay. So, real quick, mm-hmm. let's talk about voodoo. Yes. Okay. So, voodoo. The festival, right? Is <clears throat> what we're talking about? No. Voodoo fest. Okay. <laughs> on October 31st. Every October. <laughs> in New Orleans. Uh, and jokes on you, I've never been. Post Malone. And oh, <laughs> God, I wanted to see Posty. Posty. Austin. Uh, no. So we're going back. <laughs> we're going back to real, real talk. Hard pass. No. We're going, no. So uh, voodoo right. is actually a West African tradition that originated in Benin. Um, Benin okay. is a West African country, and that's where a lot of the slaves were stolen, right. taken from their homes, mm-hmm. and brought to the New World. And a lot right. of that first stop for some of them, was in the Caribbean. In Jamaica, like in yeah, Haiti. Like Jamaica, Haiti, and like, yeah. Right, and then they were often brought to New Orleans. Congo Square I mean, was a big... Right. So, um, voodoo, spelled V-O-D-O-U, is actually a word from West Africa that mm-hmm. means spirit or deity. I had no clue. Yeah. I love that. So, voodoo was the practice from West Africa mm-hmm. brought to Haiti. Oh, okay. Yeah, I get that. Okay. The practice that they did in Haiti is different from the practice in New Orleans. It had to change when it got to New Orleans. Okay. And that's because of the rules in New Orleans on the enslaved African community. So, um, 
in Haiti, I think they had a little more freedom to mm-hmm. do practicing different things. In New well, Orleans, people of color were the majority there. Right. Well, there wasn't. Yeah. Right. They could. They had. They didn't have as many restrictions. Right. So when it came to New Orleans, they had European laws and codes. And yeah, because New Orleans was the country was confused as fuck during that time. Right. Like, does England own us? Does right. <laughs> so this is kind of like the 1830s. Right. So there were public officials and the law were keeping a really close eye on enslaved people, not only in the city of New Orleans, but in the surrounding areas, because obviously they were afraid of insurrection, Mm -hmm. revolt. Yeah. People gathering and doing things they didn't understand. For sure. So they tried to squash that. Which anything a white man doesn't understand is a no-go. Exactly. So they squashed it every chance they could get. Um, But at the same time, it was weird in New Orleans because you had this, these free people of color, like yeah. Marie Laveau, who were free to do what they wanted to do, right? who adopted some of these practices alongside their Catholic traditions, mm. and they melded... Melded? Mel? Melt? Melt? Molded. Sheen? Mel- Sheen? Sheen? <laughs> <laughs> <Okay>. Sheen? <laughs> so they combined the two. There you go. <laughs> Use your words, Ashley. Oh, I got them. Use those words. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> so she, she. So what they would do was it was a unique thing. It had to do a lot with grigri. I'm sure you've heard that term. My grandma used to yell it at the Grigri. TV every day. Uh, so, I mean, every Sunday for right. Saints games. So yeah. that's a unique. Not at the Saints, mind you, at the other, the other team. Team. Did yeah. they do a little evil eye? Oh, a hundred percent. Yes. Lucille was a scary bitch. Oh yeah. Yeah, for sure. She was aren't all grandmas. She was all a five foot nothing so scary. and scary yeah. as hell. Right. So they practiced grigri, which was the use of manipulation of herbs, sometimes poisons, charms. Everyone was amulets. about their poison back then. Yeah. And was, well, I wouldn't. I wouldn't have eaten it. I would have been skinny as hell because I wouldn't have eaten anything. Right. Everything in my mind, everything would have had poison in it. Right. 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 <laughs> so it was like a lot of manipulation of definitely herbs and stuff like that. But also just a lot of charms and stuff like that. Um, so after she started learning under Dr. John. I've been in the right place. <laughs> it said that they would they would kind of hang out together and sell these charms and stuff. In right. The, in the, there were certain areas where people of color were allowed to congregate and like have booths and stuff like that okay i believe yeah and that's where they would do that and it was said that she would um have this boa constrictor now i think this is a rumor that she would have this snake that's wrapped a big around no. yeah that's a big no yeah that she would have this snake wrapped around her neck nope i've i read two no sources that she had this boa constrictor Mm-mm. that she would have draped around her shoulders no that she named zombie no absolutely not the term, I hate everything about that. I hate <laughs> everything about it. The term zombie coming from the serpent deity in a voodoo tradition. No. I hate, I hate, I hate everything about that piece of information. So. I'm going to have nightmares about it tonight. I don't know if that's a real thing. Snakes are my worst fear in life. Yeah. But right, literally my worst fear in life. So like, but that's probably a they lot should of, all They should all burn. That's. <laughs> they should all be gone. Oh, we should oh. put them all on a plane and, and. Snakes like, on snakes a plane. Snakes on a plane. And, oh, no. and just let the plane go into somewhere. Oh my goodness! Else. 
somewhere not anywhere near me or anywhere where I want to go but, or be. So I think a lot of people probably felt that way, and that's why <laughs> she did that. Right. <laughs> so she would walk around this snake because she knew that people felt like you. Yeah, I hate it. I, I hate everything about it. Out. Yeah. It would freak them out. Mm-hmm. So quickly, the, the student became mm-hmm. bigger than the master at the teacher at that point. Was it like the sensei or something? Yeah, exactly. I don't know what they're called. I was going to make a joke, but I am not smart enough to make Me neither. I'm not quite sure where you're going with that, but that's okay. It's okay. Anyway, she surpassed Dr. John, and she was like, bye. I'm the queen. Must have been the wrong time, Dr. John. Sorry. So it was said that there were as many as 14 other women calling themselves the queen at that time. bitch, no. She challenged many of them. Naturally. And who do we remember? I mean, we all know it. Marie Laveau. Don't real, know any of those other The Real Housewives of New Orleans, if I ever heard it. Sorry, bitches. Fuck Bye. you. Bye. Bye, Felicia. I'm the queen. She was the queen. So she did rituals at three main sites. Her home on St. Anne Street, which is now, it was 152 Rue St. Anne, which is now 1020 St. Anne. It was, the original structure was very well regarded. It mm-hmm. was supposedly like, the New York Times called it the prettiest home in the neighborhood at that Shit. time. It was on the outskirts of the French Quarter. Okay. So it was kind of on the edge. Like in the Treme area or in like the Marigny area? Saint or Bywater Anne, area? Yeah, like Bywater. Oh, okay. Yeah. I think now it's like a Airbnb. <laughs> Naturally. <laughs> the, it, it was, of course it is. <laughs> it was torn down and rebuilt on the yeah. same. But we'll talk about that later because okay. that's there's some sightings. Right. Of, of Marie later there. Um, so she did rituals at her home mm-hmm. uh, on St. Anne Street. Was this the home that she had her family, like she yes. grew up in? Okay, yes, okay. that was her mother's home. Her mom's home and, and besides the plantation. Her. Right, yeah. right, okay. And um, it's the home that she would later die in. She lived her whole life there. People knew they could. Literally beautiful. They, I love everything about that. Yeah, they knew they could find her there. She practiced her everything out of it. Yeah. And, raised her kids and everything there. But she also did um, rituals at Congo Square and, most importantly, Bayou St. John. Love it. So uh, we are currently in Mm Mid-City, in New Orleans. We are. Just right around the corner from Bayou St. John. We are, yes. Um, The big ceremony of the year is June 23rd, which is St. John's Eve. Mm. And that's a huge voodoo thing. And they still have on the Cabrini Bridge. Love it. They still have ceremonies there every summer. I did not know that. Yes. And June 23rd? Yes. Okay. And you're encouraged to wear white. That night? Like June 23rd yes. night? Or, okay. Yes. And um, you're encouraged to wear white. They still do them every year. And um, it's like you... That is so cool. There's drumming and there's like gifts to nature. Obviously we're going to that. Yeah. We're 100% going to that. And so... Holler at us if you want to come with us. Apparently, rumors started right, like, at that time, it was, like, now there's homes and, like, it's, like, yeah, a yeah, yeah. part of town. But it was still kind of the wilderness. It was backing up to, like, Pontchartrain and there were trees right. and, like, it was mysterious. Um, and that's where a lot of this, like, inflamed. <laughs> you mean there wasn't a Catholic high school there and was, an ice bridge? And... It was not. No, it wasn't. No. Cool. So. Got it. <laughs> Not exactly the same, but okay. Yeah. 
So I mean, there not, weren't rich ass people that lived all around there. No, no, darn, no, no, no Cabrini <laughs> girls, none of that. Um, so, but that's where a lot of the major rumors of her having these debaucherous rituals came from. Mm-hmm. So this, um, this was like the height, like one of the biggest fest, uh, rituals of the year. So the New York Times even reports in her obituary um, that on June 23rd, Mm -hmm. 1874, they had a ritual on the banks of Bayou St. John that drew 12,000 people. Damn. Now, who knows if that's true, but it says it was people of black, white, everybody came because they had to see Marie Laveau in action. Hmm. So... Um, the rumors were that it was singing, dancing, drumming. There was nakedness and all this crazy stuff, you know. And I think that's where a lot of these crazy, like, overblown ideas of her came from. Okay. Because became, it was like this whole right, she became, show of a day, right. of a night. It was almost night. like a performance artist right. putting on a show. Mm-hmm. I mean, although she believed in what she was doing. Right. It was still... In on the, a different, on a level. Right. If you can imagine, She's like... doing the most. Some white g- people from uptown, like, you know... <laughs> no, I can't. You know, like, <laughs> you will not... You'll never believe what I saw last night, you know? <laughs> I can 100% yeah. imagine all of that. Yeah. You know, and then the rumors get started and it gets Definitely. crazier. Because white people gossip. <clears throat> yeah. So she worked her way to the top yeah. queen of the city. Um, it said there were other operations at a house called Maison Blanche. Like not the, the department store. Like, like the department store? Not the department store, which was built for secret meetings and liaisons between white men and black women. So so I think she set up, helped set a up. A sexy time house. I, assuming so. <laughs> Ashley yes. doesn't want to say it, but yes. yes. I mean, I wasn't there. <laughs> I'm just saying. It was oh. for sexy times. Okay. So. All the sexy times. This says a local newspaper referred to her as, quote, the notorious hag who oh. reigns over the ignorant and superstitious as the queen of the voodoos, which I think they're just jealous. I mean, a little. Re- yeah. I think they're jealous. A l- Whoa. That sounds like some white editor that's yeah, just 100%. jealous. Yeah, 100%. That's like pissed. Jealous, yes. Or like wanted to get with her and didn't and couldn't. Right. So he's all mad about right. it. So apparently because she was feared for her power because if she knew something about you, yeah. she could use it against you. And apparently she was called, she was so knowledgeable about so many people. Right. She was called as a witness in numerous court cases. Oh, shit. (laughs) Yeah. She was a star witness because she had a head full of secrets, man. Correct. So Was her hair so big because it was full of secrets? Probably. Do you know what that reference is? No. It was from Mean Girls. Anyway. Oh. (laughs) I like Mean Girls. I just didn't get that. But, so anyway, she was so, like, okay, so let's just pause for a second. Once again woman of color right so like full of power that she was called to court and if you crossed her she could like sink your case with just a word right which is crazy to me that wouldn't happen anywhere else in the south 
No. During the 1830s Especially and 40s? with a person of color. Right. That wouldn't happen now in the it South. It wouldn't happen now in the let's South. Be, let's be 100% real. Right. Yeah. She That's was so insane. well regarded that her word was yeah considered. That's what she did. I'm not going to lie. I just looked it up to make sure that it actually was a Mean Girls quote because when I said it out loud... I was afraid that I was wrong. <laughs> but it is, in fact, a Mean Girls quote. Okay. Okay. All right. So, anyway. She became the queen of the city. Obviously, Naturally. her reputation was crazy. Obviously. Um, as she started to get older, she stopped doing so much voodoo work mm-hmm. and kind of concentrated on helping the poor. Love it. And nursing people. So she took on more of the role as a nurse. Yeah. And if you came to her and needed help, she would help you. So she became almost like a Mother Teresa kind of a situation. Yeah, to the community for sure. Yeah. So people knew her as someone that would help anyone towards the end of her life. Right. Yeah. Um, which is a little anticlimactic because when we were like we want her to be like in a fiery. Yeah, I'm just thing. like I think you. Well, you know the snake I mean? thing adds up, but I I think you when you think of her, you think of this like insane voodoo priestess right. that has like bones everywhere right. and like all Potions, of these magic snakes. things and yeah, and she like can read your mind and right. you know is this whatever spectacle would be at like a freak show kind of thing like right. that's what you think she would be, but not at all. Which is so, what, the power of rumor, though. Right. The power of rumor. Which she cultivated. I mean, if you can bottle it and sell it, you do what you need to do. Exactly. (laughs) And so, like, in her obituary in the New York Times, once again, a world away. What the fuck? Yeah, like, what the fuck is that? How does the New York Times know about her? Right. She, they wrote that she received the celebrities of her day at her humble house on St. Anne Street. Lawyers, legislators, planters, merchants, all of them came to talk to her and ask for her advice. The older she got. That's insane. Yes. She entertained her guests in style. She provided them with food. And if they came from out of town, she invited them to stay with her. And they did so. So. That's crazy. Yes. And I have a little treat for you. Oh. Where's my treat? I don't know. I'm ready for it. Okay. I'm here for it. I'm ready for it. Let's do it. I know you're a fan of Hamilton. <laughs> I love Hamilton. Okay. So Lynn manuel Love ya. Speaking of celebrities, it's said that she hosted, you know, she hosted all these people mm-hmm. in her home. Um, she hosted uh, Governor Claiborne's Tennessee Bride. Um, <laughs> what? I don't, I don't know. That's what it says. What the fuck does that mean? I don't know. Her, uh, let's see, um, some, okay, here's the quote that I saved for you. Sometimes she told of the strange little man with the bright glittering eyes, Aaron Burr, <gasps> who spoke so pleasantly. Aaron Burr, sir. While he was so dangerous. Uh, uh. This is the obituary of her from 1881. Stop it. Okay. So he's, it says Aaron Burr sought her out and enlisted her sympathy the day after he came ashore at the levee. And though she thought him a strange, bad man, <gasps> his future history always concerned her, and she eagerly sought news of his movements. <gasps> Pardon me. Are you Aaron Burr? Then it goes on to say she was proud of her interview with Lafayette, 
Ugh. who, when he visited New Orleans over 50 years ago, this is in 1881, so that was 1830, 1831, yeah. called at her house and printed a warm kiss upon her forehead at parting. Lafayette. So this is a woman who is hosting founding fathers shit yeah like th- those people like helped make at, our country at her house oh my god yeah Aaron Burr is a sneaky little bitch oh he's awful that little twat and it it goes on to say Marie Laveau one of the most wonderful women who ever lived passed peaceably away that was in 1881 but um y- you know her funeral was lavish it says Everyone attended. 1881, so that would have made her 80. She was 86 when she died. Six. Okay. Yes. So. Oh, well, then she wasn't born in 1801. So well, she, they're going with she was born in 17. Yeah, so it's like yeah. a little confusion about that point. Um, but it says that she was seen by some people in town after her supposed demise. That's from, like, straight out of her obituary. Right. At the time. So even at the time, so even the obituary was like, oh, there's still like, a lot. Yeah, she's not dead. Somebody find her. Yeah. Um, the writer left Katie O'Hearn referred to her as one of the kindest women who ever lived. And she had one of the most prominent obituaries in the New York, New Orleans Times-Picayune. Love that. And the New York Times, which I just read from. Um, they painted her in the most glorious terms. She was a saintly figure. And... Everyone knew that they could always count on her. This is so... Every time... Like, everything you're saying, I'm just like, what the fuck? Like, who is this person and why is right. this not who we talk about? Correct. And like, why did Not the, the, like, scary voodoo priestess that tries to be... I mean, that's what sells, but, right. like, that's annoying. Right. Because she you could don't be... hear about all these saintly no. works. She could be, like, a whole... Right. That should... Right. That should have been... Has somebody in Dames done a thing of Marie Laveau? Yes. Somebody did? We're doing it uh, this year. Great. Yes. Wonderful. So, okay. So, but now, because this is another part of her legacy. Right. So, she was buried. It says she was buried in St. Louis Cemetery Number 1. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, everyone in New Orleans, we know what that means. We right. know the above-ground cemeteries, um, just off the French Quarter, mm-hmm. off Rampart Street. Mm-hmm. People who are not from here, it's above-ground crypts. I'm sure you've seen pictures. You probably think it's scary as fuck. It's weird, but it's not weird. It's actually, honestly, it's really beautiful. I think it's very cool. I don't know. I'm sure that's weird to anyone not in New Orleans listening to that, but I find them very beautiful. So her grave is one of the most visited graves Mm -hmm. that there. I think probably the most. Oh, uh, 100%. Yeah. Yeah. In the whole city. There's another crypt in um, St. Louis Cemetery number two, which is... um, I will tell a very brief personal story. (laughs) (laughs) Back in 1994, Mm -hmm. my friends from England wanted me to show them around New Orleans. Do you want me to tell you how old I was in 1994? I do not. Because I know. Just kidding. Love you. Okay. I think we all know. (laughs) You're a baby. She was a baby. I I do that to piss Ashley off. (laughs) (laughs) Kelly was a baby. Um, but my friends and I dressed in our 90s, cutest 90s fashion. Love it. Love it. I had the tiniest little backpack on. That Obviously. You could... That you put nothing in because it's so <laughs> tiny. It's so, it's ridiculous. 
<laughs> Thank God the good parts of 90s fashion are coming back. I currently have a scrunchie in my hair right now. <laughs> Thank God. My two friends from Great Britain were I used to have one of those backpacks too. Tiny. Had a tiny backpack tiny. and a slap bracelet. And I thought it was the coolest fucking thing that ever walked the earth. The smallest backpack. The smallest backpack. You put one thing in it and it's like your chapstick. But oh, it yes. was your scented or or not yeah. scented. You could taste it. That's not scented. What do you call it? flavored <laughs> i had a moment okay like your flavored chapstick sure you know, the ones that tasted like like cokes and i was and... wearing lipstick at that time so oh because you were three and i was not <laughs> <laughs> i didn't mean in 94 <laughs> later in the 90s okay anyway anyway so my friends from great britain wanted us to show them around and we're like okay let's go see marie laveau's tomb that's little, an inch. <laughs> little did we Welcome know. Welcome to New Orleans. Let's go see a tomb. At that point, it was very dangerous. Really? And we were told later that we probably should not have done that. But I do have a picture of me. In what way was it dangerous? Because, um, again, I was three at this time. I just want to point that out. It's going to hit me. <laughs> Buff, okay, know. so at that time... Okay, currently yeah. the cemetery is under lockdown. Yeah, it's locked. The, right. the Catholic diocese right. has a person at the gate right. that takes, I think, I don't know if they ask for money, but. They, um, oh, it's the Catholic church. They I'm probably sure do. they ask yes. for money. But they highly regulate the people that go in and out of that cemetery. At that time, Definitely. it was a free-for-all. There were, yeah. were people like sleeping in there, like living in there. Stuff going on yeah. in and around the area, let's yeah. just say. And but we, drugs. Were, we did fine. There you go. You fine. lived. You survived. And I have you a picture to tell the tale. of me with my tiny backpack <laughs> and my two very white friends from England. Did you have really big um, pants? No, I had oh, a sh- very short skirt on. Damn. But very tall, tall sneakers. He- uh, yeah, the sneakers were big. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So anyway, that's coming back. I don't know how I feel about it. I mean, that's um, like back. It already. I say coming back. It's back. But well, I don't know I how I feel about that. As women, we need to not wear shoes that we can't run away quickly in. So, uh, you know, honestly, it's just like that. those shoes I wore the other day that I tripped in the parking lot. I know. Yeah. I have. I trip like a lot. That. It's. Okay. I shouldn't wear shoes higher than flats. No. You need to be able to get away quickly. <laughs> bad. Just in case. I can't run anyway, though. No. I run like a chicken. True. So. Well, I mean, I would die. Oh. I'm honestly, if we're being, if we're being honest, if I'm in any horrific situation, I'm gonna die. Just lie down. <laughs> I'm gonna play dead. You could fart. Because <laughs> I hear that helps. I don't know if I can do that on cue. You can't though. fart on cue. Surprisingly, no. Oh. I can't, I don't think uh, no. I I've never kids, tried. I but bet my kids could teach you how to do that. A hundred percent. I'm sure your kids could. Okay. Well, I'll set you up. With we'll them. we'll we'll make that for another day. Yes. Okay. So. Um, apparently the cemetery number two, that is the crypt that's known as the wishing vault. That's the one that we, the wishing vault. Yeah. So a lot of people know if you go look at it, there's like X's drawn all over it and Mm -hmm. I have a picture of it. There's X's everywhere. Right. The soup, the actual superstition is if you knock three times on the vault and ask for whatever your wish is that's she grants it she grants it or or not like if you're lucky and she grants it then you're supposed to come back and draw three x's on it so people have drawn three x's on it yeah but i think it gets confused you're supposed to draw three x's and leave a gift so yeah food or booze or you know whatever the the gods 
Like, Jenna Marie Laveau, get me a husband. <laughs> a rich husband. Thanks. Be careful what you wish for. <laughs> I mean, I don't need to talk to him all the time. We've all seen the I staircase. Just... Be that careful. <laughs> it was an owl, owl, Ashley. Sorry, right. It wasn't the staircase. Just be careful it was an you, owl. Be careful what you wish for. I'm just going to stay away okay. from owls. They yes. freak me out anyway. <laughs> Be careful. They're the scary. Their heads can go all the way it's around. True. I don't like they it. went into the house. Owls was... are right behind jelly, uh, not jellyfish, uh, octopus for me. Oh. Okay. Octopus and then and then owls. They just right. freak me out. Okay. Just... Okay. So, but so be careful you know. what you wish for. But anyway, so I think a lot of people get it mixed up and they just go and they draw the three X's. Without... Oh, so they don't actually do the whole process. It's right. not like a whole process situation. Yeah, and Got I it. think... That's why they had to put a caretaker at the gate because mm-hmm. it was getting like when I went there was it was shit was all over the place X's everywhere it was crazy yeah and I like love and hate that at the same time yeah they had to keep power washing it because it just it was it was a lot I'd be like you can't take my X's off of it because then it's well it yeah. I have not seen Jim Morrison's grave in Paris but apparently mm. it's the same thing there like it's mm. it's a hot mess it's garbage everywhere Jim Morrison also a voodoo priestess uh, considered a voodoo so. priestess got it <laughs> thought so I thought that sounded familiar <laughs> you know he was the lizard king he's so cute um Jim Morrison the last part of his life not well, bloated and gross no wait, no Mm-mm. I mean the like hot no. rocker part of his life <laughs> Ashley's judging me okay Anyway, I'm going to pull up a picture. Anyway, he did have some nice tight pants on, but, you know, it's fine. Okay. So, anyway, you're, it, you know, you're supposed to leave Rome or candles. How do you not think that that man is cute? Yeah, there, but did he got really, look at him when he, right before he died. All about bloated and he was having sweaty problems. I'm thinking about hot Jim Morrison. He got real gross at the end. I mean. Super fat. Oh, poor man. Super fat, super gross at the end. He was born in Florida. Oh, geez. Well, not so. He's a Florida man. (laughs) So many things wrong with that. Sorry, Florida. Anyway. Anyway. Okay. So, to wrap it up, because this is a big easy spirits, we have to talk about spirits. Honestly. Okay. Yeah. So, her home was uh, torn down, her St. Anne house. In 1903, which I hate. Like, why would they? Why? I'm surprised that that wasn't like considered a historical right site. Because where was the Vukare committee? I know exactly. So wait, let me look at super quick. Um, Bear with me. Um, In the New York Times, it describes her home. Where is it? Um, Well, I mean, it must have been nice enough to have all these people like Lafayette and Aaron Burr and officials from all over. Yeah, like from everywhere. It, New York Times describe it, it this interesting residence uh, was on the outskirts of town. Rampart Street was then a wilderness and later it became a line of entrenchment. Rampart that, Street was then a wilderness? Yes. Mind blown. Mm-hmm. At that time the cottage was considered the handsomest dwelling house in the place. So that's a lot. That's, a, yeah, that's a big deal. Right. For sure. 
So I'm I'm actually kind of surprised because I feel like in the early 1900s they have there has to have been some sort of committee right. or something for the preservation of whatever whatever. She was a person of color, some, so uh, probably not dicks, considered probably, important yeah. to white culture to preserve. She was part white. She was part white. I mean, we all see how they not... treat Meghan Markle. So well, let's be real. True. Exactly. Let's be you real. Know, you know. Well, that's part, sad. part white is not white. No, it's not. So, and those old biddies will tell you that. Exactly. So they tore the house down in 1903, but the foundation remained. Okay. And um, the current house, which I referenced earlier, what is that address? 1020 St. Anne Street, um, was built on the same foundation. Because it was built on the foundation, a lot of people believe that she's still there because the yeah, ba- because the it was her still there. right the base is right. still there so it's still right part of her home so apparently you can stay there uh i didn't look up if that was an actual airbnb but that's what i'm assuming but say, pe- it again. say the address again sure 1020 st anne street 10 20 st anne right street but people that stay there say that they have seen her as a shadow in the corner of their room when they wake up okay uh, apparently, a feather is sometimes left on a pillow. Interesting. And that is not a good sign. That is, oh. uh, like... <laughs> I was like, that's nice. That's no. Uh, okay. That's a, you in trouble, girl. Oh, fuck. Yeah. So, Shit. there's that. Is that really what that means? Yes. Do, do people think that now? I mean, yeah, this is all current stuff. You in trouble, girl. <laughs> you in trouble. <laughs> to quote Ghost. Um, quote, <laughs> um, oh, a woman that ghost. stayed there reported that a heavy feeling someone holding her down when she woke up oh, and not being able to sit up. Um, people also say that they have seen her walking down St. Anne Street in her white dress and her signature turban. That she wore her hair, you know, kind of yeah. a chignon. Love that. Chignon. Um, a and, what? Say that again. What was it? Nope. <laughs> Sheen? Sheen? Nope. Nope. <laughs> um, and then, obviously, there's a whole group of people that say they've seen her apparition at her tomb. That I don't believe is much. I don't believe that either. A whole lot um, of people are a lot of liars. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of photographs online of shadows in front of her tomb, but they just look like shadows of people you can't see this but i'm rolling my eyes yes i i do think that you know her home where she spent her entire life i mean why would she yeah like yeah. that if she's gonna haunt anywhere or right. her soul or her a piece of her is gonna be attached to any place it's gonna be her home and where she lived and died lived and died yeah and died. not um right her home which by the way i'm looking it up now there is an adorable blue house oh. um in this area oh yeah that's so cute um yeah so yeah so there's a house standing there i'm sure it's not the same foundation anymore though right i mean it could be true it's new orleans it is new orleans so, wait this is 10 you know, google you really just <sighs> gotta go to the other side of the street google oh god google okay but that house is also blue so well according to this google view so there you go the Blue House on St. Anne. Very close to Congo Square and... Um, um, right. 
the, uh, Armstrong Park. Everything. That's yeah. so she would have walked. Honestly, from her home. that is like such a good location. And Literally, so. the arch of Armstrong Park is on St. Anne. Like oh, you can look okay. down Street View. There you go. And the arch that says Armstrong right. on it is right. right there. Right, right, right. So God bless Google Street View. So she was a fascinating woman whose reputation obviously outlived her, which is amazing. That's, yeah. Um, Still to this day, too. I mean, that's even... People are fascinated by her. Um, You know, it's, like you said, it's kind of interesting that her good works... It is, because I I feel like... I'm not sure if this was, like, a tour I went on or, like, where I heard this or read this. Um, So it's legit, everyone. Um, But... Yeah, it's all about how, like, everyone thought she lived for a hundred more years after she died because right. um, uh, someone stepped into her place each time. Like, well, her daughter she died. did. Well, right, but that who it was, was also like, Marie Laveau. Marie, right, so who's also Marie Laveau. Which is confusing but, for people. Of course it's confusing. Uh, yeah, right. But that she lived for a hundred more years because right. they weren't convinced that that was her daughter, her granddaughter, right. her great granddaughter. They were convinced that it was her. Correct. And she was still like older. And right. Stuff. Yeah. Right. Right. I think she was just so good at creating this mystique about her and instilling respect. Yeah. And I think she, she immediately like got the number of every single yes. person in that I city and was like, I have you, I, I got it. You. I, you know, you could, she, she must've been very good at like looking at a person and being able to read them immediately yeah. and knowing, okay, like I need to find out X, Y, and Z about you and mm-hmm. then go, you know, and using that to her advantage. Mm-hmm. She sounds like a very intelligent, very woman, smart, like highly intelligent, highly, Absolutely. you know, like just had to be on, a, on a, such a bigger level than everyone else around her. Absolutely. Because how else would, like, I would have never thought that. I don't, I couldn't think that to think, like, when no. you go around to all these places, get shit on people. I mean, I'm sure there are people that think that, but that's Listen, not, no. that's, like, not my number one. No. But if you're already in a society that you're not at the top in and and you're looked at even though you are part white your dad Mm -hmm. is owns a plantation is probably a respected person in the community you're still a person of color and they will always look at you as a person of color yeah and you have to come right you have to go get over that hurdle at some point i mean that to me to me, that's a way more interesting story than trying to sell her on this like ghost tour or like haunted history shit. Right. And like to me, that's a bigger story and more of a tale of th- how things in New Orleans have never been like they are in the rest of the country. Correct. New Orleans is a tiny island. It's right. not anything like the rest of the world, the rest no. of the country especially, but you know, the rest of the world. And right. I think this is such a good story. Like, why would you not want to tell the good part of this, you know, as a testament of, hi, when everyone else, you know, when there was people like Madame LaLaurie that were making, there were people like Marie Laveau who, you know, went above where people put her in her, you know, they put her in this box and in this, you know, station of life. She rose above that. You know, why wouldn't you want to... What do you think that Marie Laveau would say to Madame LaLaurie when that happened? I oh. think that Madame LaLaurie was lucky to get her ass out oh, of town. Oh, 100%. Yeah, I mean, mm. so let's see. She left in 18, 
34. Didn't she leave right away? She left right away. Immediately. Yeah. Yeah. She got on a boat and was like. Bastion took her to a boat. Correct. Yeah. So she got on a boat immediately. So she wasn't there when Marie was in her prime, I would think. I think she was probably coming in. She was her. probably coming into her prime. Yeah. Yeah. And I bet, I mean, maybe they ran in the same circles. I've never read anything like that. That would be interesting to know if they ever met each other or knew each other. Yeah. I mean, they Sounds like Marie acted Lebeau like they everybody. did in Coven. <laughs> <laughs> so if Ryan true. Murphy said it was true, yes, then it must true. be true. It must be. Right. Yes. Kathy Bates. And- <laughs> it's Kathy Bates and Angela Bassett. And they just continue to live lives mm. hundreds of years later. <laughs> Um, anyway. Yeah, no, but I think I yeah. think that's such a good story, and I think we would be I admire not doing, her so yeah, much. I admire her so much, I mean, and I think we wouldn't be doing a service by talking about that. Is a question. I do have a little bit of a question about that. However, there's no information. However, it. it might have been, as we said before, something that she had to do in order to not you know in order to to place herself mm-hmm. as horrible as it says like above that mm-hmm. above mm-hmm. the the box that they put her in like mm-hmm. in order to raise herself above that yeah so i and mean I, I don't know and i don't know like were her slaves then freed or like what i don't yeah there's don't know. literally that, no that also that was something that. that that really bothered me with the uh madame lalori information was that you know a lot of people put a lot of effort into writing down history and writing mm. down oh, what yeah. happens. However, no when it history. comes to slave history, there's right. nothing. Nothing. So I'm like, how are you supposed to, like, I feel, you know, it, it, I am lucky. I am, I am, you know, I've, I, my whiteness has mm-hmm. made it possible for me to go on Ancestry.com and yes. go back to the 1500s and see the little farmers in France that were yes. my, you know, 800 times great grand whatever you know right like in that's that's what is so horrible is that these people like like i said they died in the fire for uh, madame Lalori, and you know you don't know anything about them did they live did they right. continue on did they right. where did they go if she left what happened to them did they right. get sold to somebody else it's like yeah it's just it's very sad and I think it's very so eye opening. Um and I've definitely learned a lesson from yeah. from that for sure. From yeah. both the Mar- the Madame Lori and Marie Marie Laveau as well. Yeah. Also these names though. French names. Mwah. Love them. <laughs> Love them. <laughs> Except when we say things like like Burgundy and, and Galapion. <laughs> was her last name? Galapion? Galapion? I don't know. I don't know. I like anyway. it. Anyway. Anyway. She was a kick-ass lady. That's From awesome. what I can understand, she helped a lot of people. I love that. And um, that's so much better than yeah. any other history I've been taught about her. Yeah. And I love that so. a lot. And that's a lot of stuff I didn't know. Yeah. So thank so, you. Let's cheers. Let's cheers to Marie yeah. Laveau on that We one. should walk down St. Anne and see if we can see her there one day. There you go. Bring your, bring your Marie Laveau cocktail because we can drink in the streets, baby. Oh, yeah, we can. Hmm. Gotta love it. And right. listen in for next week next because time. we are now a weekly podcast. What? All right. Bring Apple Apple Podcast on our website at oh, yeah. BigEasySpiritsPodcast.com. And listen, send us your, if you, like, if we, if I skip something that you know about yes. me, or if any you've seen extras, her on St. Anne Street. Any stories, any anything. Please, Big email. Easy Spirits, BigEasySpirits at gmail.com. We want to hear it. You got it? Yes. Go do it now.